My name's James. What's yours? My name's Keen, and I'm ready to podcast to the maxima. Welcome along to Sissy the Pod. We are chatting about RuPaul's Drag Race Holland episode 7. And we have the wonderful Carla Kay in with us. She is a podcaster, she is a makeup artist, and she has a lot of unpopular opinions that she wants to share with us today. Can I share a unpopular opinion? This is a public service announcement, actually. Okay, this is a go ahead. public public service announcement. Before we get into what is actually an extremely hilarious episode of of, of, of okay, Pod, if we do say so ourselves, very important note. You may note today that number one number one trending program on Netflix is a film called Holidays. Do not watch it. It is the most odious movie of all time, and I I, I need to prevent as many people from indulging in it as possible. I'm using my platform for good. It was, I watched it immediately before I watched Drag Race Holland yesterday. And I would say that Drag Race Holland was bathed in a glorious light of anything can be, must be better than that. So I really enjoyed this episode as well. <laughs> good. Well, let's have a listen to it. So welcome to the podcast, <laughs> Carla Kay. Carla, thank you for joining us today on the episode of the of the musical. How have you been enjoying uh, Drag Race Holland so far? And are you a fan of the musical episode? I'll tell you, they're a gorgeous cast. They're mm. a hot cast. Like, they're a very fishy, fishy yeah. cast, which I was all over. Um, oh, yeah. Some of the age is questionable. Sergine, I'm looking at mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I feel like, yeah, I think they're... It's, it's an enjoyable show. I've noticed like a couple more things. We'll probably talk about it later on, but they're a more polished group by far. Mm. And they kind of haven't thrown in. I feel like in the American series now, it could be because they're so far down the line, but I feel like they haven't thrown in your obvious, you know, green characters that are just, you know, starting off or whatever. A lot of their outfits, although they're not as interesting, I find even the unpolished outfits are more polished than some other seasons that we'd see in some of the other countries yeah you know i do think this episode was my favorite of the season though because i felt we got a quite good rusical in the canon of rusicals i would have said this is quite good and we got three looks on the runway which i was quite excited for yeah i am i'm more of a runway fan i'm kind of again with the challenges and stuff also puppets also puppets also puppets which is good I don't think they did a particularly good job like if we were to segue to the puppets now like we got maybe one sentence from all of them apart from Envy was it but I kind of like the editing now it cuts the shit I feel like it does it cuts a lot of the shit like I feel like Rue is so self-indulgent Mm, yeah oh definitely and like what he thinks you can you can almost imagine him in like the editing room being like no i find it funny leave it in and everyone around him being like no one else gets that room and being like fucking leave it in it's my show (laughs) (laughs) i i do edit does cut the shit but i'm just disappointed that there was so much shit to cut i would have rather if there was less shit to cut i don't think i think and as well the season it's a very paint by numbers so they do what like rue has told them to do I don't think puppets or puppets, it's not a very European thing. Like, I don't think it should be a staple. I don't think it, it depends on your cast. And sometimes it can be hilarious because you you, you have your Sharons, you have your Alaskas, you have your people that make it yeah. funny. 
but I don't think it's something that should like should be a staple in the in the diet. Yeah, it's it's a mini snatch game, so to speak, in a way, right? Isn't it? So everyone who does good at snatch game tends to do well at the puppet challenge. Like Lemon did the best in snatch game, or one of the best in Canada, and they're one of the best in the puppet challenges. So I do enjoy it, but I think this one again, Envy, who did great at snatch game, did great by being Mama Queen, and the rest of them got one line out there, and then they were like, "That's it, that's enough from you." Even though I did quite like when Abby was like dick 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 Mykonos I don't know I just found that funny <laughs> it doesn't necessarily work in each of the different regions like it it, it didn't feel natural when they did it last night it, it kind of felt a bit unusual and even like the way they didn't have the box thing they were all underneath the the cloth it was all a bit weird and yeah and like where were the pit crew he was like oh pit crew and he's like oh no sorry they're not working today yeah <laughs> Okay, crew. Oh no, it's fine. <laughs> Blame the unions. Exactly. Yeah, we're all off getting shoes. Can we please talk about the prizes? Yeah, I know. What was the prize for the mini challenge? The prize. Oh, the prize. What was it? Did I take it down? Oh, it was something tragic. It was absolutely tragic. Whatever it was, it was a thousand euro voucher for like I don't know swimming lessons. It was. Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god! And I feel, I feel worse for them having to try and get excited. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. That's a, the best acting we've seen all yeah. season has been the queen trying to like act excited. The other thing was, what was with them like, like not even bothering to pick a winner? They were just like, "Hey, you, yeah. you guys pick." <laughs> <laughs> it was like a weird sort of like you're old enough now to make your own yeah. decision like, I'm <laughs> so, tired yeah. I have to do this every fucking week you can do it yourself I'm not arse Fred was like I actually just don't understand what's happening <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a bit of that in him isn't there yeah. he hasn't a fucking clue yeah. like, he hasn't a brain yeah. <laughs> I think I think the prize for the mini challenge was just that you got to choose the roles in the musical. I don't think there was oh, actual... Oh, it wasn't swimming lessons. Okay. <laughs> but, but the main prize was a thousand euro voucher for Nikki Plesson's shop, like the guest judge's shop. And I was like, a thousand euro for Nikki. And then the camera cuts to her and she's like a shy wave. Like, how embarrassing is that? <laughs> you're like, you put a thousand dollars to michellevisage.com just to buy Michelle Visage yes, merch. Yes, to buy Michelle merch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, who the fuck is Nikki Blesson? Second of all, <laughs> you know, it is, it's the acting around it. And it's just, it's tragic. It is, it's, re- it's really tragic. And the whole time I've just felt so sorry for them because, you know, the grand prize is a Cosmo cover. Okay. Yeah. An 18 grand dress. I'd rather the 18K. Absolutely. I really would rather the 18K. And just to be the winner. Yeah. Yeah, so, like I, I think that like they all like they kind of acknowledge when you when you hear some of the queens talking about that the real prize is kind of the bump oh. up to your 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 booking, but that like applies if you get to the final, you're all more or less getting that. Like there's probably a bit more of a like oh you know we want to have the winner, so you might be maybe get like a slightly better rate when you're booking stuff. But like to actually have like they'd have been better going down the BBC route of like just outright being like there's no prize there isn't a prize oh i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i think at least give them a prize well like if you're gonna if the prize you're gonna give them is like a dress that they won't even be able to wear because everyone's be like oh that's I'm, the dress you won <laughs> i'm so confused whether <laughs> whether it's that dress or not it is that dress yeah i think so because abby oh my god was like oh i love pink as well <laughs> like, oh it's not that actual dress labs is it yes it is it's that actual dress 
But now I think it is. Say, oh my god, that thing's been rallied around now. Like rallied out of it. Wheeled like, in and out of the workroom every week. The bedroom. Like it's just not yeah. gonna happen. I wonder about what they're gonna happen. Whether crowning the winner is it going to be that like the winners are sent back into dressing rooms and one of the dressing rooms will have that dress in it. It and will. you have to walk back out onto the main stage wearing the winner gown. <laughs> and that's how you know you won. <laughs> yeah. There's three like doors and the old queens will walk out whoever's wearing the dress. <laughs> the Blindfolded. They'll all be put in like different shades. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like in Drag Race Holland series two where the where the category on the runway is interpretations of the winning dress from the year before. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of straight in then to the, the Rusico, which is the story of Maxima. There's four roles. Maxima as a student, Maxima as a temptress, Maxima as the fiancé, and Maxima as the queen. So Abby is the student, Janie is the temptress, Envy is the fiancé, and Mama Queen is the queen. Uh, we see a bit of choreography with two chaps called Gerald and Frank. I would watch, Ab- I would subscribe to Abby and Frank's um, OnlyFans. I... <laughs> I just throw it right out there. I would, I would subscribe. They could, they could put a premium price tag on that, and I'm still having a look. You're showing your hand there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I have literally written down Frank, the real star of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but it goes on to this like this narrative that like the lads in Holland are fucking hot. Like oh my god, so hot. they are gorgeous. Absolutely. I'm yet gorgeous. to see one ugly one. Like yeah. none of them, none of them have been unfuckable. Like none no, of them have been. Them. <laughs> I do, I do feel like we could all recognize Janie Jacquet's sort of situation she was in, where she had to get really up close and personal with Frank. <laughs> it was just kind of like, just try not show that you're attracted to. Yeah. Him. Just try, <laughs> le- do not let him know that you're attracted to. Try at not all. show the arousal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it was like no eye contact. It was like yeah, yeah. really short nods. I just like yeah. <laughs> it was, what I thought was interesting though is like they obviously hired Frank in to do to be like the hot guy that they learned the dance with, but then they like the actual guy who played the king, like they. They just got this like rube off the street. He just like meandered about the place, sort of waving, wearing a bad Donald Trump wig. Yeah, and he was also fourteen, which I thought was you know. <laughs> that was yeah, yeah. So prepubescent, like what, what's this choice you've made? Yeah. <laughs> Although Abby has lip synced, is it three times yeah. now up to this point? I still didn't really feel that she was out of her depth. Like I think often when you've been lip syncing a lot like what a Jackie Cox or Heidi in Closet from season 12 you kind of be like they're actually a bit out of the depth now compared to the other queens I actually kind of thought Abby kept up with the queens in this episode yeah I would agree I think I've got a few issues with Abby like <laughs> and my main issue is that she is such a beautiful man yes. she doesn't paint correctly and I think I've twigged it it's her mouth it's the way she overdraws her lips yeah, and it's the way that she shades her jawline. She should actually play up her jawline. Instead, she tries to get rid of it, and yeah. it makes her really bottom heavy. So she's got a tiny little forehead that she bronzes and contours, and then she just this big eye thing. So it makes the it makes like the upper portion of her face look totally disproportionate to the to the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So if I you mean, like, I'm glad you, that you're here to break it down for us. I'm amazed. I'm gonna like Google an image of her because that is amazing. Because you are yeah. right. There is. Because you are right, like when you when you see Abby in the talking head, like he's like a stunning man, beautiful, like beautiful. symmetrical face. And yeah. then there is always something slightly off off about off, yeah. the makeup when, when you see him like actually performing or, or on screen. And like he always like he almost always like he always looks a bit worried or something, but I think it is just something that's in the makeup that's kind of creating a weird look. It's 
the li- honestly concentrate on the lip line and the jawline you'll never look at it the same again and it really upsets me because I feel like if she she paints too old for her face as well and I think that's a theme actually in all of the girls Jenny Jacquet like I have I have different issues but that's more with her wigs and stuff like that she's such a beautiful mm-hmm. like she's got like the skin of an angel she is quite like she's a fishy guy in general so you're kind of she has that up that kind of I suppose that upper hand but with Abby she is so beautiful and she's such a stunning guy and we've seen stunning guys like yeah. paint and it be whatever but it, it's not that it's actually it's it's the way that she paints she paints far less beautiful than she is the difference between her and Envy Peru is that Envy Peru is has perfected her paint yeah and that's what really puts it together because if you look at even people like Bianca she had her paint down and it didn't matter that she didn't change it. And it's the same yeah. with Envy. It doesn't fucking matter that she doesn't change it because when you nail that and you know your look, you can just do a pink lip or a red lip. You can just change those tiny details. little details yeah. and it'll make you look so, so polished. And I think yeah. that with Envy as well, the fact that she has her lips done and it's pro- like, and she has, I think, a li- I think she has a little bit of filler in her jaw, yeah. like a tiny bit. I think she's, but she's done it really artfully. The Rusical itself, the plotline of the Rusical, do they hate this woman? I think it's a good story. It's historical. We yeah. love we love a bit of history, don't we? Do. We absolutely mm. do. And I think the way that, like, I had a big issue with um, Jeanne Jacquet looked like a dude in a wig. Yes. She looked like a dude in a wig. I'm sorry. Like, the black dress. She looks like proper, I could see her shoulders, like, like everything that she normally doesn't look like. I yeah. was like, you look like a man in a wig. It all looked very rushed, yeah, that, that whole bit. It was and I think because, like, Abby looked amazing in that, that in the Rusical, Abby was, I think, probably the, Abby and Mama Queen were the best in the Rusical, I would have said. I loved Envy. I thought they were very harsh on Envy. I thought I, Envy was shit. I thought she was so boring. <laughs> I, th- I thought she really looked like, I suppose, I, I googled Maxima afterwards, and Maxima probably looked the closest to Janie or Mama Queen. But before I looked, knew what she looked like, I was just like an Argentinian queen. And I thought Envy looked the best like her. And I felt she she held herself sort of like that telenovela character. And that's kind of what I was getting yeah. across from her. Is Queen Maxima like a conniving sociopathic bitch who's like, you know, was like a sort of the Kim Kardashian of Argentinian social life. And then was like, fuck it, I'm going to marry a royalty. And is now like plotting to run for election in America. Is any of that based on fact? I, or... I don't know. Because it just... Because Fred said a thing at the end and he was like, oh, I'm not sure they'll be happy with this, but hopefully they can take a joke. Yeah. Um, I just, I was like, not, you know, like in the press weren't kind to Meghan Markle and now Drag Race hasn't been kind to Queen Maxima. I I, 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 I want to know more about the story though. I'm excited and I hope she is a sociopathic bitch because I, I, I want that to be the, the, the reality. But I, think, I think that's why they made it this story because they were like, we need to give her something that the gays will love. Joe, give her a bit of drama, make yeah. her a femme fatale. Yeah. I think that's why they put this persona onto her mm. where presumably she's very stoic and doesn't give much away. Make yeah. them eat it up. Like make them yeah. eat it up. I was trying to imagine what a British equivalent of this Rusica would be. And there's no way they'd be like suggesting that Queen Elizabeth was getting frisky in an Ariana Grande position sort of way. If they were to do it about, uh, we'll, we'll assume that they were going to do it about Kate and Wills. Um, you know, they would definitely have that moment of Kate in her like knickers on the runway up in um, that St. Andrew's place. 
You know, they could they could they could make that story into into a sexy time uh, adventure. Even have Britney Spears in for a cameo. Get Peppermint back. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? While we're here. Uh, I I don't know if I'm being too harsh on Janie, but I I felt hers was the worst. I feel felt she was kind of sold a pup in a way because she had to learn basically how to do a full tango, whereas the rest of them were just doing a normal dance. Uh, and I, I don't think she did it as well as she probably could have. Uh, but then she only had one day. Also, the rest of them had all these props and all these people around her. And she just had her and her mm-hmm. dancing partner. So I felt like there was less production. So although I think hers was the was the worst, I don't necessarily think it's because it's her fault. Yeah, there was a lot going on. She had to learn. She picked that one, Lance. You have to remember, she thought she was going <laughs> to be queen bitch. And it turned out she wasn't. So like, whatever, Jamie. But with the casting thing, I thought, that's what I mean. Like, it's gas. Watching, I think Envy Prue is probably one of the most polished queens I've ever seen on a cast. Mm-hmm. She is just through and through a, a consummate professional. Like, you yeah. can just, everything about her, like her, her thought process, everything around that, even when she switched it up. Because I thought it was like, the minute that they were reading out the, the parts, I was like, this is going to go, like, I have it written down here. I essentially thought Mama for the first one, Janie for the second, Abby for the third, and Envy for the for the last. Yeah. And the way she switched it, I was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But Janie was always number two. Yeah. And she, yeah. You know, that was something that she wanted. So I think that with with Envy Pruin, and actually get this idea even just from like we've chatted to a few other kind of people who are who who are aware, very aware of the Dutch drag scene. And Envy Prue is kind of like she is the known as the central figure in the entire scene she's seen as being the absolute queen of it so i think she kind of walked in there a little bit like the vivian on on season one of drag race uk with this kind of almost foregone conclusion and although towards the end of the drag race uk season you kind of got this feeling of like oh it could go to davina you know like there was that feeling that there was a bit of competition i don't think that's developing here like there's a little bit with Janie. it's kind of like you know okay i see the two of them on a similar level but like i think it's it's very much like a race Light for second ahead. place now. Yeah. 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 Like Jamie, Jamie's I... a close second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I thought Mama Queen's lip sync was really, really good. Yeah. She didn't do a lot of dancing, but like I felt I didn't really need the subtitles. I felt she gave it all in her face and her performance mm. and everything. And I really, really bought it. I love her face. I, uh, I think she, actually like her performance is really strong and, and the way she can like emote. Like, I, I love it. I think she's just, I think she's such an interesting look. Mm-hmm. I really like her style. I really appreciate her drag, you know, like in that kind yeah. of way that, you know, the thing is with Envy, again, love Envy, but I've seen it before. Like, yeah. And it's great that she is that, you know, number one professional. Like, it's great that she has all of that. And again, I feel like she really, I think she threw Mama Queen a bone. Yeah. And I think she did that to kind of pace out Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. I think she did that on purpose. Like, I, and I think she was clever in the way that she was like, they've seen me do that. They've seen me in the blue dress. They've seen me with the crown. Like, I don't want to kind of just be, do, do me again. She went into yeah. that kind of third maxima and it was just a bit, I, I just thought it was a bit boring, but I, I think also it's the way that it was written. I think that section was boring. Was it up to her to give herself a more interesting section? Yes. But I yeah. do think that she would have been lost if she went to the first, where there's Abby kind of set the tempo then he came into Janie and it was like, I actually don't think that performance was that bad. I think she did well. I think she did better when she was acting as the bride in Envy's yes. purse. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like Envy's a real team player. 
Yeah. I think she is. As much as they're all fucking fuming at the end with the results, I yeah. feel like she is actually, she is a lot more of a team player. Yeah, yeah. And I I think the, the dress that Mama Queen was given to wear mm-hmm. as Maxima isn't as nice as the dress that Envy bought as Maxima. No, episode. definitely not. Because yeah, that, yeah, like, first look is gorgeous. I actually thought the songs were quite good. Uh, <laughs> Dance to the Maxima. Flirt to the Maxima. I don't think that one was the best. <laughs> I actually, I'd written down the lyrics here and I, I thought I'd written dick to the Maxima and I was like, oh God. <laughs> you can do anything to the Maxima. <laughs> Whatever you want to the Maxima. <laughs> Envies and Mamas I thought were the best. I like in Envies, there seemed to be like a knockoff of Don't Cry For Me Argentina when it was talking about the tear and stuff, which I thought was mm-hmm. interesting. I know. I just, in comparison to some of the musicals in the US, I thought the actual songs were quite decent. They weren't as, I think, again, it's, they were quick we love a snappy queen like we yeah. love <laughs> and that's what i think that's what pisses me off because the rusicals are always so close to the end and it's really starting to heat up i think they could just do something more interesting but i think if this episode had just been a ball on its own i don't think it would have been enough based on kind of what the categories we were given mm. so i think it was good that we kind of got a rusical and a ball in the one episode yeah, yeah. I, I think the three i think the three looks were inspiring um like was inspiring for them not as in the looks were inspiring i feel like it was a good idea to kind of throw the three yeah. looks in as well as the as the reasonable because of the shortness of it and honestly i was like thank you for that to yeah. whoever is editing if you're looking for a vaccine for coronavirus, we're not going to help you with that. But we can help you with a brand new podcast obsession, The Behavioural Vaccine, a series of short podcasts formed in the wake of these unprecedented times to explain evidence-based behavioural science in an accessible and meaningful way. You can check them out there, put one of our stable mates on the Headstuff Network, and here they are to tell you a bit about themselves. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Porig, and we host the Behavioural Vaccine Podcast. We're behavioural scientists who met through improv comedy. And so each week, we bring the two things together to explore how behavioural science can be applied, but in a fun way. There's a little bit of research. There's a good bit of messing. And there's loads of practical tips on everything from how to save money to how to maintain your friendships. Think about this like a behavioural vaccine to get you through winter 2020. Go on, sure, give us a listen. Before we get to the Queens, I just want to say that I really enjoy Fred's performance style and I liked his dress this week. Like, I think that with Rue, you get confused. Like with Rue, there's a real transformation and it's like Rue is like a natural, beautiful woman. Fred is 100% a drag queen. There is absolutely no getting away. (laughs) But but like, I I think that he has, I think he genuinely has charisma and seems like he, he, he kind of has charm. And I like the outfits they're putting him in. They're a bit camp. They're a bit over the top. Uh, so I want to get, I think his, his outfit has consistently been my favorite on the runway. And I, I don't know that I love his like little like witty interactions with yeah. Nikki Plesson on the, the runway, sitting there like TikTok era Kesha, kind of like with a big yeah. mug on her. But like, <laughs> um, but, but like, I like that they're trying to build that Michelle Visage thing, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like over it it's the wig for me the wig I totally get what you're saying about the outfits like that is again like she's a drag queen she's not a beautiful woman she's a drag yeah. queen and we're into it because she's a fabulous man a fabulous yeah man. absolutely gorgeous but like it was the wig that really I was like huh okay I have to say I didn't oh. love the dress this week either oh, there you go 
<laughs> you can do better. <laughs> but to be fair, it probably was still the best dress in the own way. But so there you go. <laughs> yeah. These were just not dramatic enough for me. Were they? Did you guys feel that? It wasn't a big enough departure from one other no i was kind of like well again it was confusing because the the themes were beachwear cocktail dress evening gown but then it throws to rue and rue's like category is red white and blue so it wasn't until i got to the third round that i was like oh so it's beachwear cocktail dress and evening gown all in red white and blue so we don't get a color palette at all really for yeah. any of them. i also was like i think they all kind of went a little bit safe in their interpretation each of the outfits and white was very dominant throughout it which which i like which i think that like white of like a white like white can stand out like say abby's look when she was doing maxima that white dress with the cape it was gorgeous very gwyneth paltrow at the oscars whenever that was but just when you start seeing like a lineup of like very white dominated outfits together first of all it can look kind of cheap if the if the fabric is kind of shiny and it just gets a bit boring because you want some some more something more from us is that what i was finding with it i was kind of getting a bit like it kind of felt like i was seeing the same outfit over and over and over again yeah just like it's as if someone deconstructed it as if they were given all the same fabric yeah, exactly. It was like Marge's pink suit. Like, you know, she was getting back in the <laughs> 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 yeah. That actually should be a runway challenge at some point. They should all be given that pink suit. and <laughs> Customise it. That would be so fucking good. I'd love to see, like, the, the top sour queen <laughs> yeah. thrown into it and be like, do it! <laughs> yeah. Well, this week's uh, guest judges were Roxana Hayes, who is a Dutch pop singer, and Ed Sila Rombley, who is a former Eurovision contestant. She came fourth in 1998, and then she didn't qualify in 2007. Oh. But it was nice to have our first touch of Eurovision on Drag Race. I was mm-hmm. excited for it. I'm fuming it took this long. Let's jump onto the red, white, and blue beachwear. So normally when we do this, we look at the looks on the Instagram page for Drag Race Holland. So first up was Abby, oh my God, with her red mohawk. This was the worst thing that's ever been on the Drag Race runway. I hated it. It didn't fit her. It was too big. Yeah, it was horrible. And that like the bikini bottom thing was so, like, I don't know, like, you know, tucking and all the rest of it. Like, I think it's because it was so ill-fitting. It just made it look like she had this massive crotch. And maybe she does, but like, it's not what you want in that kind of an illusion. go her. (laughs) (laughs) i feel like yeah i think look i have like i have my notes here and this is going to be something that you're going to hear from me time and time again i don't know what it is with these holland queens but have they not heard of a breastplate yeah yeah mama queen loves her breastplate Mm -hmm. but that's kind of it but even so mama queen go for her go for her i feel like they're kind of it's almost like they're a couple of years behind in, dr- in the way that they passed yeah. yeah no it's actually it, it, it is i think i was, was I watching trixie or someone talk about it i can't remember and actually they were talking about the canadian the canadian queens about how they don't pad in the same way and there is like it, maybe that just hasn't taken off as much but once you're used to seeing it it kind of like it does like it does make for like a more interesting shape and it's like i think that that she would have been much better taking that horrible um mohawk thing and like creating tits out of it instead of doing that reveal with which just didn't really work 
Yeah, I liked yeah. the reveal because it it was that Nicki Minaj hair, that that look where Nicki Minaj had that really really long red hair. I did, but no, but I, I but I think it I think that the long hair looked great. Yes, and she she didn't need the reveal no, to didn't. it. No, 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 not at all. And again, it's like once again we're seeing Abby. Oh my God, in as little clothes as possible. I just mm-hmm. I was like I'm I'm fed up of seeing her in that now at this point. Yeah. Uh, next up then was Mama Queen, who had her look swimming in a daydream. I didn't like this now much. I liked it from the waist up, the fucking stockings. Oh my. I'm so glad they said it to her because I was like, if they don't yeah. say this to her, this is like rigged. And mm. rigamorous. Like, this is rigamorous. <laughs> rigamorous. <laughs> because they were, they were ashy as fuck. Like, they were so. Yeah. And they gave her leg like a thickness to it. They looked like yes. they leggings that you grab out of pennies. Yeah, I I mean they they are so grey and then the color clashes so much with the like the the rest of her like coloring. It's yeah. it's very distracting. And then when you see them with red shoes on at the bottom as well, like it just it just really stands out. Where do they want it to focus, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. I liked her face. That was the, that's all I liked yeah. about it, really. How is Mama Queen's makeup, do you think? Uh, I think the thing is about Mama Queen, and this is a this is it with a lot of androgynous queens. They are so fucking lucky because they're so angular. You can put mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you want in there. She could have like an actual black stripe under that cheekbone and you wouldn't see it because it looks yeah. like a natural shadow. Yeah. So when, when you have those kind of people that don't have a very obvious jawline and really, really high cheekbones, she's always going to look... The problem is she's never going to look... It's so mean to say. She's never going to look the most beautiful mm-hmm. because she doesn't have that like soft symmetry that we're so... Yeah. Like that we love to see. Um but she will always look like a fierce bitch. Yeah. Like she will always have that cool androgynous like thing going for Striking. Yeah. She, yeah. she yeah. really reminds me of Veda. Like her face and the shape of her face really reminds me of, of she has that same androgynous kind of angular, um, angular look. Next up is Envy Peru with her uh, entering Stargate look. Um, yeah, this was, this was fine. Okay. It was fine. Like I literally, it's, it's whatever. It was, Grand. I have down here. Envy was grand. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best of the four, I thought, of, of these four swimsuits. I disagree. I thought that Janie's swimsuit was was more interesting. I, I I don't have a huge amount to say about it. I don't understand the need for the like the weird like shroud of, of, of plastic. Is that supposed to be her like walking through the Stargate then? Like that sort of is that like is that meant to be representative of her transition through the Stargate? I don't know a lot about Stargate. <laughs> Neither do I. You were you were talking you were talking the talk there. You had me convinced for a second. <laughs> I, I also think that kind of in, in a similar way to like the way Disco Queen seems to be like the like the, the hallmark of death on drag race. Anything that references the Jetsons or that kind of like camp fifties futuristic yeah. never yeah, seems to work. It doesn't translate. Yeah, because if you think back to the, like Ginger Minge doing it that that couple that that one time or like Katia, it just it just never looks the way you want it to. And I think that all of Envy's looks tonight, well, this one and the cocktail one definitely, neither of them really were great. They weren't punchy. And again, I think it was. I just I have like a running theme through all of their dresses is their padding. Mm. 
Actually, if you go, if like, if you're talking about Janie now, yeah, she's better padding. This isn't looks like a bikini to me. That wouldn't keep in any boobs. I mean, I don't have any boobs. Maybe you know, Carly, you can you can help me on this. But I was like, that doesn't really look like it's functioning as a bikini. Mm. Also, her skin goes gets darker as it goes from forehead to toe. Yeah, I think she did. I mean, again, she. The thing is with uh, Janie, she pads quite well on her lower half. Yeah. There's a nice little uh, baby silhouette, which I enjoy. Like, it's like a little kick of a hip. Like, she doesn't go all out and pads to the gods, like, for filth. But all of these looks would have been elevated with a fucking breastplate. I'm sorry, a big yeah. juicy kiss would have made this whole thing. Like, yeah. if you think about it, if you think about the shapes of all of these, like, put in a big set of tits. And it yeah. would have looked just elevated totally. No. Yeah, no. I think you're right. I think she like she's tried to create that with the, the like the oh, monte yeah. thing around the the, the brow. So it does going to bring a bit of that. But you are right. If you had that exaggerated Baywatch shape, yeah, it just would it, it just would like bring it to this. I do. I like the kind of like the 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 wet looky kind of '90s supermodely hair. I do have down Pam Anderson. Uh, overall underwhelmed for the first round. Second round then is the is the is the cocktail dress. Um. Up next in my sequence of pictures anyway is Envy with her traveling light years. I know you said that about, about the Jetsons, but I actually did really like what she did with the hair. And I, I like that color blue on her. And I like that the way it was cut at the back. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked the like little finger gloves that, that Alaska always does. Um, I didn't like this. I, I, don't, I just didn't enjoy it. It wasn't for me. It's not great like it. But there was parts of it I liked. Yeah, I feel like, again, there was a bit of gaping at the shoulders, mm-hmm. which I think you would only have seen. That was such a small, tiny detail. That's really mean nitpicking, like, but yeah. it was only you could see when she was walking in motion. So if you look at the photos, you wouldn't pick yeah. up. But the, the, it, it, it did just have that tiny bit of gaping, which, again, this is what I feel like saying to them. I'm like, when you do those things, it makes you look unpolished. Yeah. No, That's I... What, I did. I found the fact that you could see the, I suppose the, the knicker section. I was like, I it just, I felt like that meant that it didn't meet the brief as like a cocktail yeah. dress because no one is going to a cocktail party with their knickers hanging out. I mean, some people are, but I just, uh, I and and more parts of them. But I just, I do, I don't know. I I didn't think that this kind of met the brief, and I I wasn't mad about it. Next up then is Mama Queen with her extra Mama Martini. I thought she looked like a grand. <laughs> Liked it. I thought it was an ode to that that glamour. I, I loved it actually. More glamorous, yeah. I think she's more glamorous. It was too long. Mm-hmm. Yes. She brought up, up like a short, like a sexy housewife. Yes. Yeah. You know, like it was too knee, and I don't know if that's because she's a bit insecty, but I think again she should have a look at her wardrobe, and I think a lot of things can either come up six inches or down six inches. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved the jewellery to be fair and again I loved her face and there's a bit of a bosom there so I don't know if you're happy with that because that's what you're saying but I just it's the bottom of the dress the the blue sort of iridescent strands I, I just I'm not into it I feel like this might have been my favourite look of the one of my favourite looks of the, the whole night I really like I loved like the drapiness of it um I think RuPaul padding to to like create more of that maybe it could look a bit more elegant but um 
but I, I liked her. I thought I, I liked this a lot. I thought it, I thought it really was one of the most successful looks in the night. I thought it was glam. Yeah. Next up then was Abby. Oh my god, with her Abby Airlines. This I thought was like didn't fit the brief for cocktail dress for me, and I just took against it. I can't really understand why. Oh no, she she looked like she was doing like bad Britney Spears toxic kind of cosplay. Yeah. But then mesh for some reason, I just, it was the worst for me. It looks like a lipsy dress. It looks like a Cheryl Cole circa <laughs> like 2007. Oh. And even with the, even yeah. with the like, you know, the little salute, it's very Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. She's going to so. fight for or that love. Talisa <laughs> with her female boss. What do we think of Janie Jacquet's um, cocktail dress, the celebrity cocktail? I think this was probably the best of the cocktail dresses for me, I think. She said her inspo was Mariah Carey. Are yeah, you sure? I didn't get that. I didn't get Mariah. Sure? Jackie no. O, but not Mariah Carey. No. I don't think I don't the wig goes well with it, but especially no, if you're going like for Mariah Carey, I couldn't imagine Mariah Carey in that wig. That's more no, M- Moira, like, Moira Rose, but uh, Moira Rose would not wear that. No, she wouldn't either. But She's like, not one it, of the girls. That's not one of the girls. <laughs> again, very Jackie O, not very Mariah Carey. Like again, I, I think my issue with Jamie is that she paints and dresses a lot older than she is. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah, kind of, it doesn't true. translate well on such a on such a beautiful younger queen. It yeah. doesn't look the way that it should. Anyway, yeah, that's that's fair enough. My favorite item of of garment on the runway was the red th- boot, boot that Mindy Rue wore in her arriving interstellar highness evening gown. I thought that was I just couldn't take my eyes off it. It was so yes. different. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I liked her 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 eyewear as well. I thought that was very yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it did it did look a little bit just like a sheet wrapped around though. Michelle <laughs> would have fucking eaten her alive. Yeah, <laughs> it's classic like fresher in college toga party, really. Isn't yes. It? <laughs> <laughs> you have a sheet I can borrow. Yeah. <laughs> I've got these really nice red boot pants, but I just need a toga <laughs> sheet. Just lying around. I'm very bad. <laughs> you can't make this and you can't tell you cannot convince me otherwise it's the boot no pants. no it was fully latex boot pants i'm all in yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> can I get <laughs> next up then was mama queen and her finding the future by looking backwards it's kind of like marie antoinette and princess jasmine was like this a throwback of... to her first look? Is that why it's looking backwards? Her first runway was the... Remember she had the crown and she was supposed to be sort of like Holy Mary and it was kind of more... Oh yeah, that was fucking magic, yeah. Yeah, it ah. wasn't great. <laughs> but I think she also had that sort of sacred heart in her chest, what she does with this one too. You know what I'm going to say? And you even said it yourself. You said Mariah Carey and... You're, or sorry, you said Marie, Marie Antoinette and what was the other person that she Princess said? Jasmine. Princess Jasmine, what do those two women have? Boobs. Tits. <laughs> they have tits. Yes, you are right. They fucking tits. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. And there is not a tit to be seen there. Not a tit. There's not a, and I like, I'm just, I'm, I can't. I cannot deal with it anymore. I get it. You're androgynous. You're tall. You're leggy, whatever. But like, where are your tits? Where get, are get, your tits? Get a pair of tits on. <laughs> 
I didn't know she, Princess Jasmine was known for her tits. It, I mean, yeah, her little crop top, no. <laughs> it is, I mean, she's no, got I knew she had them. But Disney paints sultry. I'm sorry. Disney, they, they illustrate some freaky princesses. <laughs> <laughs> you know what kind of body shape Jasmine has. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can pretend you don't know, but you <laughs> Oh, just because you were more focused on Aladdin's abs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just I don't look below the chin. Girl. <laughs> uh, okay, so then next up is Abby. Oh my God, with her the Queen of Tool, and I just thought there was not enough red tool for it to be the Queen of Tool. And overall, again, I think it was a Nikki Plesson who pointed out that that Dutch band around the waist made her look like a Christmas cracker. Mm. Just bad. It's been done. Yeah. 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 No. But not even done well. Like, it's just, it's just been done again. She's gorgeous. I thought, I didn't think, again, the belt was just, I don't know what the fuck she was at trying to do the belt. But like, it wasn't the worst thing I've seen her in. No. And it's not the worst thing I've seen go down that runway. So I was like, she's gorge, it's gorge, but it's been done and it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought she looked, I, I thought as your last look you're going to wear on the runway of, of of a drag race franchise and it's the last look in the sort of semi-final to get you through to the to, to, to the end. Wearing a thing with a crown, very regal, very royal, like, Ooh, you know. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> that's a, this is the crown this is the one crown she gets to wear yeah. I, I I I think that it looked fine but I wasn't mad about it mm-hmm. it also like there was obviously a few bits and pieces that she could have taken off like there's that random bit of blue tool that could have got taken off there there's the belt in the middle got to got taken off could have all been taken off yeah <laughs> <laughs> as she very slowly does during a terrible lip sync <laughs> <laughs> Finally, then, is Janie Jacquet and a patriotic night. And it wasn't until this point that I realized that she was going for a theme of having red, white and blue in all these sort of different patterns across her body because she had all three looks. And even though Envy did the same thing by having all three looks with a galactic spin, uh, I don't think she did it as well. But I do like this one the most, if that makes any sense. Yes, I, I think that this is probably... This is up there with Mama Queen's cocktail dress. I was like my two favorites. I think this is probably the best look of the night. Like I think she looks. Yeah. You are right though, because like now you're looking at her, like she does paint way old, like much older. Yeah. Like she looks like gorgeous, kind of like forty year old. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood glamour. Forty. Yeah. 40 and <laughs> fully forty years. She is the same age that Cedrine actually is. Yeah, Cedrine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're looking for something. I mean, her makeup is absolutely breathtaking. It's gorgeous. Even though it's mm-hmm. older, like, she has managed to do a really sophisticated highlight, which I find drag queens struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they're kind of like, layer, paint for the gods, whatever. Whatever way she's done, it it, lo- it translates really, really well. It looks amazing. Um, She does look older, but it is by far the most elevated look of the night. It's the most, like... It's the most classic, and I just love a bit of classic drag. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. a gorgeous silhouette with a gorgeous gal and some blonde yeah. hair. And you know what? She still no. doesn't have tits, but we'll let her away with it because it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the only one you'd expect to see on a red carpet out of those yeah. the four of them. The yeah. only one you would you would be like, oh, this person, this person, you know, has shown up to the wrong place. Uh, so yeah, she'd be 
that look is probably one of the best of the night for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's move on to the results. I, well, they have to ask who who should they send home. Um, Abby refuses to answer. Mama Queen says Envy, which Envy is, is livid by. And then um, Envy and Janie say Abby. And I thought because Abby and Envy both got answered, I was like, here we go. This is our Abby versus Envy lip sync sisters are lip syncing against themselves. Like th- I was like, all sure for it. But no, Envy was safe. Janie wins, which I was surprised by. What about you guys? I thought Mama was going to win. Yeah, I yeah, possibly. I thought that she. I I I haven't understood the judging all season because no. Mama Queen got such positive feedback about her lip sync in the musical, and then they did they didn't really have other than her terrible tights. They didn't have much negative to say about her her looks. So I I I had thought the same as you, Keen, that it was going to be Mama and Janie were safe, and one of the two of them winning, and you were going to have Envy versus um, Abby as the the final lip sync. Um, which I actually think probably from a producer's point of view would have been a better story to go with. Yeah. Because there is that kind of like drag sisters from the same family, like fighting yeah. at age. Like that would have been a really emotional moment for them. And even if Abby did a better job, you could always just be like, well, Envy has a better track record. So yeah. Saying. Yeah. I feel like it was, it was way too much of a cop out. I think that they've let Jamie away with way more than they should have. For the whole of the competition. I feel like she has been, she's not pushed herself. She's yeah. not really kind of like come like came through. She's kind of just been a bit, and I know she's a lot in her, and I think they're kind of like they're giving her a green card because they're like she's an interesting character. Yeah. Is that bitch, but she's not the bitch, you know? It's uh... yeah, I I do I do think that a lot of like for a lot of the, the competition, it was it was kind of that there was queens that were doing worse rather than queens who were doing better. Now it makes any sense at all. And it's like, you, like we point now where, like I would have assumed that we would have been at this point with Sedergine in the finale with Janie and, um, with, with Janie and, and, and Envy, because it felt like they were the three strongest in the competition at the very beginning of it. I think it's wild that Abby's after ending up in the finale. Like, like yeah. it's it's just it's just like I I it doesn't make sense. Well, let's talk about that lip sync. The lip sync was carnage, really. It's to Kelly Clarkson stronger. You wanted to talk about the songs they choose. What the? Who the fuck is picking these songs? I didn't think they've been that bad. Like nine to five and stuff. I thought that was good. Nine to five, fair. Like I mean, that one hurts. But <laughs> I just that the lip syncs themselves haven't been great. Like they haven't, no. there's, there's been nothing that, because I think like I say, we just finished watching Drag Race Canada. Drag Race Canada probably had some of the best lip syncs that we've seen in yeah. all of Drag Race. Like there's like three or four in there that are iconic. And this is coming out the gates. Like even, I would say, like the lip syncs on UK were pretty poor. And these are just, like, these are like amateurish. And I say that as a, as, a, as a person who's been an amateur drag queen and performed lip syncs <laughs> that I think were stronger than some of these. Like, I did nine to five and I think I did it better. Than yeah. Then. And do you know what I think the issue here is as well? Is that the queens, maybe it's because it's their first season, haven't planned or the majority of them haven't planned for having an outfit that goes from runway to lip sync. Janie Jacquet did. She lip synced last week. She whipped off that thing and she had something to dance underneath it. She's a pro at that. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them really struggled. Uh, Chelsea Boy with that wig, both of them with their outfit this week. 
I think that's what's really hampering them. Yeah. A moment of silence for Chelsea boy. But this is, this is, I have this down in my notes. I do not understand. There's four of you left and the judging has been all over the gaff. You would prepare, would you not? And you would, you want to get into that final. Like no matter what, you want to yeah. be in the final. So I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if you're Alaska. Like I don't care. You're preparing yeah. for that lip sync and you're trying to Roxy Andrews at the fuck up. Like yeah. you're trying to do it all. But the, the other thing, the, the thing about the, the, like this is unwanted performance advice for the queens of the Netherlands. But like the song Stronger, all you need to do, like you can deliver a super powerful lip sync to that song, standing in the one place with some armography and an angry looking face. Like you didn't need like that. What the fuck was that weird splits thing that Mama Queen did at the end? Like where she seemed to just give up. And then at one point she was kind of just standing behind, like passing Abby's shoulder. Like I, I, like, it was, it was like confusing performance art. It was like, I was asked to attend a friend in art school's play. And I was like, I don't understand what you've devised here. It's really like I've joined the poetry society um, and we're doing like <laughs> slam poetry, you know, and it's going to be this weekend and, yeah. home and it's, you know, you're not yeah. really sure what the fuck is going on, but you're there anyway. Yeah, exactly. It was, there's just from start to finish, it was a hot mess. If anyone listening wants to make a super cut of every time the drag queens try and take off pieces of clothes and don't do it that well, I would be up for it. I would, oh, I me would too. I, I would, yeah. I would, I would enjoy, I would participate in that content (laughs) well carla thank you so much for coming in today where can people find you online and what do you have coming up so um we i have my own podcast it's called the unpopular opinion (laughs) and you can imagine what that is like (laughs) so you can find me over on instagram at the unpopular opinion 2019 um you can find me on my own page which is at carly k artistry where i do kind of more makeup and you know talk a lot about shitty products that i don't like (laughs) 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 Um, and as far as stuff coming up i mean you know not really a ton at the moment not really a ton of this lockdown guys (laughs) (laughs) what have i got coming up gonna be watching a bit of netflix yeah what have i got (laughs) get into it oh i'm like So it looks like Envy has it, right? I don't think she could be stopped at this point. No, no. I, can I? Here's an unpopular opinion. Go ahead. No, I think it's a popular opinion. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to keep using that because <laughs> I like that as a thing. They should have gotten rid of both queens and just had a two-person finale. It, it's, it's between Envy and, and and Janie. I mean, Envy has it in the bag, but I think that Janie's the only realistic competitor. Um, and after that lip sync, they should have both been booted yeah i mean they probably have four verses written for this song that they're gonna have to do but i suppose they both could have sang too but yeah i I figured there's probably a four like a production reason why there's four of them more so than either of them put on a particularly compelling case in that lip sync oh i think it's just that both of them were so terrible that they were like 
it, it would be unfair to pick one. Like the first time, like the double chante was because we can't only have two people in the finale. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, I think Envy has it in the bag. There's no, um, there's no, there's no way she doesn't. She actually deserves it too. She's been, she's been very consistent. Yeah, that's true. She's been the strongest throughout the entire competition. Tune in on Wednesday when we'll be back with you for a spooky Halloween episode. Ooh. Ooh that's what everyone wants in the wake of after Halloween has passed. <laughs> Is is it? We'll be doing a recap of the various drag-related Halloween content that's come out in the last couple. And of it days. could be foreshadowing the uh, presidential election, which will be announced the same day the episode comes out. So you know, never know. Maybe it will be a joyous exactly, episode. Yeah. Until then, have a good Halloween and weekend. We will chat to you on Wednesday and then next Saturday, where we'll be talking about the finale of Drag Race Holland and possibly our last episode of Drag Race for the year. We'll talk to you soon. Dashat. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.